0: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Butthole, Quinny, and Alan are trapped inside Greensboro Penitentiary, somewhere Von Strauss has been stabbed and our heroes have been separated from each other. Will Butthole and Alan be able to find their way back to Quinny? Will the Unseen Hand-affiliated Gary prove to be friend or foe? What the hell is going on with this freaking Quinny clone? Find out next on Dumb Dumbs and Dragons.
1: Two of them are fighting. One of them gets a good grip and grabs his opponent by the chest, grabs him by the mask, flips him to the ground. Mm-hmm. As he goes, the mask comes off, and you see Quinny's face.
2: Uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Good move. Well done. Next time, you are not so concerned to uncover them, yes? But you kill them. That is the greatest uncovering at all. Yes? Uh, Yep. Yep. Great. Thanks, Gary. Now, attention. Cues. I have a new training regiment. Our friend here, Stitches, will be your next sparring partner. Take no mercy. Show them everything I've trained so far. Guards, you might want to pay attention to this. And then Gary turns and very surreptitiously, Sorry, Stitches, but I did not have time to uh, tell you all of my plan. Try to fight back as best as you can. Be impressive. Underline the word impressive. Yes? Gary, what the hell is going on? Gary, <laughs> you're going to get hit a bunch. Ready,
1: cues. <laughs> yep, let's do it. We're bad little boys. Uh, and <laughs> it's a <on> perversion <laughs> of my sneaky boy phrase. So we cut back to Alan and Butthole. Nat has brought you into general pop, just cells upon cells upon cells. Mm-hmm. In a spot of luck, you two will be cellmates. So hey. she shows you to your cell. Very classic two bunks and a bucket kind of situation. She says oh, that no. um, oh, God. the uh, the work order will be starting up soon, so you've got a few minutes to yourselves to <laughs> settle into your cage.
3: I use the bucket just before Butthole has a chance to, like, destroy it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh, no,
0: you took my hat!
2: <laughs> this is like a roommate sitcom, you know? <laughs> the show
1: One Bucket. <laughs> Alan, can you roll me an arcana check, please? Yeah. 20 total. You feel complete absence of magic. Mm-hmm. However, you hear the voice. Alan. What's going on? Are you okay? No. What the fuck happened?
3: I have a fucking anti magic collar on.
4: I know, Alan. We both have collars on. I, is this for you? Like, I don't get
1: it. I'm just talking to myself. What the fuck happened to my eye? I don't know. Okay, all right. All right. Wait, so, you, wait, like, what, why do you have an anti magic collar on? Because I'm in prison. Jesus Christ. He's a character in Forgotten Realms. I've um, said it enough that it has yeah. to be he, canon at this he's, point. He's in hell, I believe. Um, the voice goes quiet and says, okay, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to help you, but you need to get out of there. I, I'll try. Okay. Okay. I think I've got a plan. Give me a few minutes.
3: All right. Just don't do anything without me.
4: Oh, okay. Okay, I have questions. So, Alan, as a man who talks to himself quite often, there's usually a lot less okaying allowed than just agreeing with your own thoughts, which means I have two concerns. Either you talk to yourself differently or you're getting a little bit full of yourself. Because if you're just thinking your ideas are great, that might not be true.
3: Okay, don't. You, I
4: mean, you ran in here and you immediately used the bucket as though it was yours. That's a shared bucket. If it's yellow, I do it in very the yard. Aware if it's brown, do it in the bucket. I'm
3: very aware, it's a shared bucket. Oh, well, that's good. I am good. painfully aware.
4: But like, what's that? Was, that was some weird talking, Alan? Do um, I need to worry?
3: No, I might as well tell you this. Um, there's a voice in my head talks to me. It's actually helped us out a bunch.
4: <gasps> Which god is it?
3: I don't know. I I don't. I don't. F- Think it's a god. Have you
4: asked? Because no. I thought I was just having a vision and I was crazy, and then I realized it was Moonhammer, and then you said Moonhammer's not real. And we did that for a while, and then we all met Moonhammer. So Moonhammer is real. I bet yours is a god, and now we're gonna find out yeah, who you're but a cleric of.
3: If he's a god, I don't think he's like Moonhammer.
4: Okay, that's fair. So have you asked anything about like who is talking to you? Not really. Well, that might be like a good question to ask. My concern ratchets up internally. <laughs> because there are like good gods and then there's bad gods. Like, the god of war is fucking terrible, and there are gods of all good things. I mean, you know that body I put together? It's so great. God of rip no abs, god of shadow puppets, god of the bearded ladies, god of donkeys, but that means there's also gods of dismemberment and slaughter and pain, and those guys tend to be really helpful right up until they're really not.
3: Uh-huh. Internally, I'm kind of afraid to tell butthole more, because I don't know the repercussions.
1: Your ink-stained hand suddenly twitches and flicked off of one finger is almost a magic missile. It sparks, and your collar does nothing. Do I see this? Yep. It's an involuntary twitch. Like, suddenly your arm just kind of flips out, and there's just a spark off your finger. Whoa. Okay. Was that you? Yes and no. Smash cut to four (laughs) Quinnies. Roll me initiative, please, sir. Uh,
2: Also, Tom, I'd like Gary to watch this combat, but also be a part of it, Mm because i got some stuff I'd like him to do to try to affect it. If you could roll
1: me some initiative
5: there, Gary, that would be great. Great. Thank you. All right. Coming in Ooh. hot on the initiative with a seven.
1: Hey, I got an eight. Hey, so, all right. You did less well than their 20 and 10, respectively. Like so. master, like student. <laughs> slow. That's right. We You're, call this
2: slow style. Gary's that one chapter ahead, teacher. <laughs> Let them hit you first. And if it doesn't kill you, good. <laughs> It'll
0: you stronger.
1: So to delineate these guys, we're going to say two of them have dropped the masks. Mm-hmm. So two are unmasked, two who are masked. So the two unmasked guys jump at you first and they sort of launch unarmed strikes at you. The first guy misses, however, the second guy manages a crit. So you'll take seven points of damage as he strikes you squarely across your bearded face. It's not a move you would have done, but you get the sense that Gary's influence has been felt in more ways than one. Okay. The next two leap in. You can tell that they've been trained to move as a unit rather than as individuals. So think rather than you having to say, hey, butthole, line me up for an attack. Yeah. All four of them are constantly doing that. So it's like a weird swirling melee of rogues. Okay. So the two of them attack you. They'll both hit. So take six points of damage from the two strikes. In cinematic terms, first guy leaps forward, sort of Superman punches you across the face. Next guy hits you in the back of the leg, you drop to a knee. And the third guy throws a kick into your ribs. Good Lord. Okay. So, not pleasant, but... I'm not doing good after that either. <laughs> this, uh, is,
2: this is how I just kill your character. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it <happened>
1: again. <laughs> Gary, uh, it's your
2: initiative. What I would like to do is I'm kind of at the edge of the ring here, standing behind a Stitch. And I'd like to use my monastic tradition of Way of the Long Death and do an hour of reaping. Basically, all my opponents, so these ninjas, have to make a wisdom saving throw of 13, mm-hmm. or they are frightened of oh. me until the end of my next turn. How are you doing that to them? Are you like... Yelling, I think I'm trying to do this subtly. I think it's just kind of you're like doing like the Pi May thing, you're just standing
1: there staring them down.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like talons crossed, and I think it's just like a slow shake of the head,
1: darting eye contact, and just trying to exude that. Oh man, <laughs> getting cut eye from a bird. Yeah, their eyes are good. Yeah. <laughs> so, all but one of them is now frightened of you, right? But there's one who really wants to prove himself. Q15? Yeah, Q15, the Alpha queenie. <laughs> Q15's always been an upstart. Yeah.
5: Oh my God. <laughs> the Neo of the Quinny program.
1: After, after the disaster of Q14 and the odd result of Q20, well, we know what happened to Q7. Cannibalistic. <laughs> the, the unspoken Q. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird that we just skipped the number
4: 7 in our order. Yes. And there's no 17. And there's no 27. As you work up, the number 7 has
2: been stripped from the Q registry. I have a weird religion. <laughs> Uh, great. So they are now frightened
1: of their master.
2: <laughs> and I'm kind of hoping because I'm behind Stitch here mm-hmm. that they are perhaps frightened yep, of I will add,
1: uh, Basically, what we'll do then is I'll give the advantage that would normally be granted to you, to Quinny in the fight. Because, great. yeah, every time they catch you out of the corner of the eye, they're like, ah, oh, he's still really, still really mad. We've got to work harder. OG Quinny, you're up. He's going to call you Stitch for usefulness. Yeah, that's fine. on that's Yeah, yeah Stitch is yep. easier. Did I clock that assist from Gary? <laughs> you're being pummeled by tiny fists. <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I don't Fair think enough. You've, you've, you've seen that yet.
5: Okay. I have no weapons. So I think I'm just going to use one of the few benefits of my new body is I'm bigger and stronger. I'm going to just grab the last guy that landed a blow on me mm-hmm. and pick him up and body block him between <laughs> me and the other Quinneys. we are going for a Quinny sweep? I'm just going to use one against the other ones and try and keep them spread out and keep them from getting to me. So
4: you have a shield and now there are fewer of them. Sweep the kinny!
5: Quinney, <laughs> 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 damn it.
3: So I imagine the shield is like facing away from you so he can't punch you in the face. I think I'm it probably starts
5: that he's facing me and I pick him up and then he does what Quinny would have done was flailing arms and feet and like, no, no. And I like, can hold him like arm's length away so he can't
1: reach me. Yeah, you know how much Quinny's hate getting picked up. Yeah, right? oh, I absolutely oh. do. Quinny, uh, you also observe when you do that he actually looks younger than you. Okay. It's like looking at a mirror, but it's a younger mirror, if that makes any sense. That's insult injury.
4: Yeah, no. So he's like slightly thinner and better looking
5: and, oh, look at those cheekbones. I used to have those cheekbones. <laughs> I have the cheekbones of a... You can't even see because
1: of my beard.
2: Yeah. Okay, so roll me a
1: grappling check, please. Grappling, okay. Yeah. Strength check. I'll roll an opposed check from him. Okay, so that's a total of 10. You also have advantage because he's frightened. Shall I roll again, then? Yep, please do. That's a total of 16. 16? Great. So you hoist him up and you have just that horrible moment of staring into his weird twisted mirror yeah. as he flails. Yeah, so I think that's part of why I have to
5: turn him away too. Is like he's flailing at me, but I'm also looking at my own young face, so I turn him away. So
1: your action was getting him up in the air. So now you've got sort of a Quinny shield between you and the other Quinny's. Yeah. What do you want to do? Are you trying to fight around it? I think it's literally like if you have a shield, you can shield
5: bash something. Okay. So if they approach me, I'm like holding young Quinny against my chest. Yep. And if they come
1: within like arms reach, I'm shoving him into their
2: faces okay, so and just mashing out one halfling into another.
1: A quinny. So you've got a, a flailing, spitting, swearing halfling in your arms. Yep. And Gary, you look on impassively. All right, back up to the top of the round of the two frightened Quinnies. Technically, they can't move closer to Gary. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of them turns and Quinny, you observe him move into something like a dog's purpose. So it kind of like builds a step. Okay. But this looks really strange. You've never seen anything like this before. This is definitely not a maneuver that you would have done. Okay. So the one Quinny tries to jump off the other Quinny and fails horribly because he's frightened. So he goes that's for why the I don't do it. Goes for why the I've leap never done And then kind of sees the Hawkish glare and he goes, oh no. Uh, ah. He kind of falls prone next to you. So that's one. The other one was creating the bridge. Next group of quinnies the one in your arms is gonna try and flail out. He fails. And then the one who isn't frightened is going to attack you. So I'm going to give you a plus four to AC, I guess, because you're wielding a Quinny shield. It It just makes it hard to fight. So he tries to land a punch. He's also actively trying not to punch his fellow Quinny. Mm. There doesn't seem to be any concern Mm. for his safety. It seems more so that it would be bad in the eyes of Gary. Okay. Uh, But there's no like, oh no, you're my brother. I won't punch you. It's just literally, I don't want to look bad. Which brings us to Gary.
2: I've got key empowered strikes. Could I try to meditate on Stitch here and imbue... Uh, kind of share my key over to him to help empower his
1: blows share my key let's so use skills rather than key and it might be like a word of encouragement or like a okay. sweep the quinny like something to that effect be the old mick in the corner of the yeah, rock yeah, yeah. okay. why don't you use your uh wisdom okay and uh, roll me a wisdom check and i'll i'll give you <laughs> oh, advantage yeah. because you oh. trained thank because you trained them dm you're so kind thank oh, you you're welcome Natural (laughs) 20. He went from a nat nat 1 to a a nat 20. 20. Good God. You were going to give him advice, but you've been training Quinny's for so long because you know he's Quinny. You give him Quinny advice, and it just, your brain breaks for a little second where it's like, oh, wait, you're in a weird donkey body. Like, this is terrible. Yes. But then what advice do you give him? To To defeat them, you must destroy yourself. So... (laughs) Quinny, I'm going to give you two attacks with your Quinny as you swing your Quinny around. It's all very painfully
5: on like the surface of, you're not what you used to be. You're in a weird new body. So I'm going to um, take the Quinny in my hands and shove him into the floor and vault off of him and do a mule kick with my actual mule legs into the chest yes. of another Quinny.
1: Yes, you're a donkey, I guess. <laughs> yes. Okay, so roll your first attack, jamming the Quinny into the floor. Okay. I'll make that a strength check. Plus proficiency, please. Okay. 19 plus 4 plus 3, 26. You, you slam him. You always knew that you were squishy, <laughs> and you feel him break under you when you oh. smash him into the floor. God, so roll your right. damage. What, what is the yeah, damage putting in the floor? Here, D6 plus your strength. Okay. 10 total. You crush him. So you feel his ribcage collapse under you as you jam him into the floor. Oh. As you do so, yeah, you feel horrible, but your body's doing what your brain knows you need to. You'll be popping that momentum. And you'll kick. Can you make me an acrobatics check? Oh, I'd love to. So that's a three on the die, but a 13 total. (laughs) So you leap through the air. As you're going, please roll me a dexterity-based attack. So dexterity, proficiency, and d20. 17. That'll definitely hit. Roll your damage, please. Since you're using mule strength and you pass your acrobatics check, I'll let you use a d8. Oh, cool. Plus my dex? Yep. Okay, so nine. You hop up and just pop him square in the face. You don't quite feel his neck snap, but you see him snap to one side. Dave, he kind of falls, but uh, he looks like he's pretty much down for the count. Was that our beautiful Q15? No, beautiful q fifteen still standing because he's the one who's actually good at fighting. But yes. uh, Q1 and 3 are dead. Q1? Whoa. Yeah. Legacy kill. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like you ran out of numbers and started again. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, To be fair, we started with Jay. And then I jump to Q.
5: (laughs) I spring back up with the corpse of a Quinny in my hand, still brandishing it defensively. Just like in my
1: dreams. (laughs) That was Gary's turn. That's what he granted you with his his thing. So now it's your
5: move. How far away are these other enemies? So Q2
1: is the one who got down on his knees to pop the other guy up. So he's starting to back away. Okay. He realizes he's failed his master. Q15 is the one who's throwing jabs at you. So he's close by.
5: Okay. I'm going to smother him with the corpse of... (sighs) One of these other Quinnies.
1: As you do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the minute we go to prison, it just gets one floor of the cuckoo's nest up in here. Just like... I feel like I'm going crazy. I'm fighting copies of my old self. Like... Well, put out the light. Can you roll me a strength check, please? Rolled a post check for him. Twelve. Strength was never Quinny's thing, no, so that... not my uh, strength. You, I guess... You smother him with the torso yeah. of a
4: dead person full of shattered ribs. Yeah. <laughs> it's a he- If I had a penny for every time, <laughs> am I
2: right? Prison Mm. life Mm. (laughs) This is odd ASMR Mm. It's working
1: for me though (laughs) I'm getting relaxed. relaxed. (laughs) Uh, So eventually he stops struggling. Okay. (laughs) The other one is now just, he's running. Gary, you can let that other one leave or? I'm actually going to
2: say stop and I'm going to approach Stitch here and I'm going to attempt to stunning strike you. I'm actually just going to like pop, 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 punch you along your very odd anatomy and try to stun you. Got it. Cool. I'm gonna attack you here. A 19 to hit. Yes, sir. And then you have to make a con saving throw of 13. It takes seven damage.
5: I actually hit 13. But are you a willing target? Yeah, the nerve clusters might be in different places on a patchwork of body parts. Nothing happens, and I just go, oh, and
4: just like, (laughs) just go with it. Uh, Just go with it. Can you roll me a
5: performance
1: check, please? (laughs) Total of six. It's bad. Oh, no. Doesn't quite sell it. However. (laughs) You yell that hort. (laughs) 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 <laughs> the good news is, though, that the people in the room are so scared of Gary that even though they don't really know what happened with you and you just kick the ass of a bunch of people, they're so scared of Gary punching with his one taloned arm. They're just willing to suspend their disbelief and assume that if Gary wants you down, you go down.
2: And I try to gloss over that. as I, I think I go for the stunning blow. I'm like, oh, I don't even know what creature this is. This is, <laughs> yeah, nerves. Who knows? And then after that kind of failed attempt, I'm going to call for the guards and try to make
1: it seem like Stitch here is just a bigger asset. I'm kind of worried about cont- because I'm a good prison employee. Good. Four more Qs rush in. These ones are armed. Oh, great. Uh, So they come in with riot shields and batons. One of them gestures to Stitch. I need you to restrain him. Q15, are you all right? Q15 was the one who was smothered. Oh, I'm sorry. But That's there's a, still one Q. You can still ask, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess I'm still... Really, yeah, I'd really say really that as a dumb question to the corpse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right, Q15?
1: <laughs> there's like oh. a, a finger twitch and then nothing. Needs more work. Restrain
2: <laughs> this one. Send word to the warden. A bunch of Quinnies jump on you and they just beat you with sticks. Uh, oh, and I see that and then Stop! Restrain! <laughs> not
1: pummel! They all look at you and... Gary, look at these guys and you realize they're probably pretty green. Because oh. uh, they're beating and self-restraining. <laughs> right. Quinny, as they're... Well, on you, you can tell they're a lot less coordinated. Yeah, if they could have made vocalizations come in, they would be going, Hop, 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 right, Hop, Okay, hop. so nice. they eventually restrain you, but it's not
5: great. With my sixth performance, I'm just gonna like, <laughs> well, I'm getting this shit kicked out of me, like, Stop it, I'm stunned, he <laughs> stunned me. Um, <laughs> uh, Hey everybody, it's me, Bucky. They're letting me read an ad. Oh, I'm very excited. This one is for the Dum Dumbs and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can join the $15 per month tier and name NPCs that appear in the series. You give me a bunch of new friends to say hello to and I'm very excited about that. I always admired Mr. Butthole for being able to say uh, hello new friend to anybody and they immediately like him and they all become his best friend and that's what, all I really want is to have new friends as well. It gets a little lonely here at the castle uh, and, and you know, it would just be really nice if we get, uh, become friends. So if you, you got someone in mind, you know, someone from maybe one of your other campaigns or your own OC or something like that and you want to you know, say hi to me, well I, I really like that. So you, if you go over to patreoncom slash dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. You can you can make it happen. Looking forward to meeting you. Bye.
1: <laughs> You're gonna take. I rolled so badly. You take one point of damage from that. Uncanny dodge. <laughs> They're all hitting you at exactly the points where he tried to stun you. Like, yeah. we've learned you have three points you <laughs> yeah. feel nothing in the body. So they manage to eventually restrain you, not great, and then they all stare at you again, Gary, because they've forgotten what they're supposed to do next. Hold him here. I need to speak to the uh, warden immediately. Three of them stand up to go do that, and then look at each other, and then, like, two of them sit back down, and it's that awkward Canadian standoff thing, and then okay. finally one of them leaves. We got go there the eventually. Well done, Stitch? Thank you.
5: Gary, was it? Yes, my name is Gary. (laughs) Got it. And I look over at one of the Quinnies and
1: say, Are you also an unrelated prostitute? Smash cut back to the yard. <laughs> right, Alan and Butthole, you're in your cell. You flick the spark. You can hear um, some sort of commotion. I think it's one of those points in prison where the doors are actually open. They haven't locked you in the cell. They just mm. dropped you into... So we're in that middle
4: of like Deadpool 2 thing where it's
1: all the cells in the lines Yeah, up for down. sure. So you can hear some commotion. You see some ninja guards running by on the top level, but nothing that directly relates to you necessarily. Butthole, how do you react to this spark thing? Let me clarify my question. I said, was that you? And
4: you said yes or no. So there's two versions of this. Was that something you consciously decided to try to kill me? Because then I need to fix this tattoo and I look at the smudgy tattoo that says Alan is your friend or was that something else?
3: I mean, it was my hand, but I didn't do
4: that. Okay, so there's some hostility from whatever about questions apparently. I want to try something, Alan. And I hold out my hand. I say, touch me.
3: And I put my hand in buttholes.
4: (laughs) With the black hand, right?
3: (laughs) Yes, the black hand.
4: And then I look at my hand. You have the mark on it theoretically i'm on the team now this obviously isn't a god because i'm sort of owned in that my soul is inside another god this is bad (laughs) can you roll me a religion check please Ryan? religion always my strong point
1: you're a cleric right
4: yeah but that doesn't mean i'm good at it 11
1: the mark on your hand fades a bit but it's still very present Okay, you can
4: theoretically talk to me, because if this is taking us over, then I'm on team we're fucked, so what's happening?
3: <laughs> Just for a few months now, there's been a voice that helps us out every once in a while when things are really tough.
4: Like when? Because, I mean, I've been away for a while, so what, what kind of examples?
3: Well, most recently in the Well of Souls.
4: When your hand exploded across your face and it almost killed you?
3: Yeah, I guess so.
4: I feel like we might have different <laughs> definitions of helping. So we should be deeply worried about this.
3: I mean, it seems real friendly.
1: But you don't know any facts? Um, Alan, hold still. Do you hold still? Yes. Can you roll me a wisdom save? 14. you manage managed to freeze in the middle of a sentence. And suddenly your arm twitches again. It almost convulses. A spark flies off it. And Butthole, can you roll me a constitution save, please? 20 total. Having been hit by Alan's magic before, you're actually kind of used to it. So you tense. The spark pings off the side of your collar. You feel sort of a gentle electric hum throughout your body, but it seems like it might be malfunctioning slightly now. Interesting. Did it work?
3: No, the collar's still on.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if I can get them off without them exploding, but that should have short-circuited it a bit. You might have a chance now.
4: I'm just looking at Alan, looking at the corner of
1: the ceiling (laughs) of the room. All right,
3: can I see the collar? Is there any sort of mechanism on the collar? Is there like a keyhole? Like, what is it?
1: It's completely smooth, Yeah. except for a seam at the back, Mm -hmm. and there's a bright green light. Buttholes is flickering now. Alan, are you talking to the voice right now?
3: Well, yeah, we might be able to get your collar off.
1: Let's not
4: do that before I can. If we take the collar off now, then I'm just in the middle of prison with no friends and no plan with no collar, which means I would be in deep trouble. If we can figure that out, good. Useful.
3: (laughs) Okay. But let's
4: let's put (laughs) pause on immediately revealing that we can do this. But are you talking to the voice? Yeah. Can the voice hear me? Hello, voice.
1: Say the word butthole if you can hear me. Alan, what's going on?
3: Can you hear Butthole talking?
1: Butthole, repeat, Butthole, check, check. What's Butthole?
3: He can't hear you.
1: Okay, so if I ask you
4: questions, you could ask him questions, though, and then we could do, like, a, a whole thing through. Yeah, that'd work. What is his name?
3: Um, this is really awkward, because we've been talking for a while, but what's your name? Xanthus. Yeah, Xanthus.
1: Xanthus, okay. Do
4: I know anything about Xanthus from, okay, I don't
1: know shit about Xanthus, that's fine. Um, nice
3: to meet you, Xanthus. <laughs>
1: Nice to meet you, Alan. uh, That's funny. I guess we never got around to names. Where is Xanthus from?
3: Uh, Mr. Xanthus, where are you
1: from? Uh, That's a rather complicated story. Hang on. You hear an explosion and suddenly your vision goes white and you fall over. Can you roll me a will save? 15. It's like a a migraine if it happened in a flash and then it's gone.
3: Ouch. Are you an explosion? (laughs) (laughs) You hear nothing. Were you born in an explosion? What? I, I don't get it.
5: No assumptions when it comes to magic. This could be an explosion speaking to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Neil deGrasse Tyson, we're all stardust, right? <laughs> exactly. What yeah. that say? Oh, he's
1: going to have so <laughs> many opinions about the physics in this game. He's so. listening to this too, right? Oh, I assume yeah. so, yeah. Coming for you, Neil deGrasse. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only one who's in science. <laughs> Smash cut to the dojo. Gary, you're standing by waiting to hear back from one of the new recruits when suddenly... Torgrim comes in and he points at Stitch Stitch and is like, get him out of here. And the ninjas drag you out. I guess I won't protest. I won't protest, however. Torgrim, where are you taking him to? The warden had special plans for him, but it would seem that he's too dangerous. We're taking him to the pit. He
2: is not too dangerous, Torgrim. I can control him. He, in fact, could be very useful in the training program. He is part of my purview, no? How many of your freaks did he just kill? They're not freaks. First of all, the Q line is very good.
1: Uh, two. And you did nothing?
2: I watched to see if their training panned out, and clearly this thing is very powerful and therefore can be very useful for the warden's plans, if you know the full scope of them.
1: I don't. Well. and He reaches for a, an eyedropper, and he just puts a drop in each eye. Kind of shakes his head out a bit. Uh, listen, Gary, I know that being part of the Lollipop Guild affords you certain privileges, but the Warden is scared. There's something, there's something going on here today, so I'm, I'm sorry about your new friend thing, monster, but... Uh, He's not my friend. He's definitely a monster. Great. All right. Then he'll fit right into the pit. No, he is useful, Togram.
2: I'll take a step towards him. I'm not sure how many times Gary takes a stand. Do
1: you want to do an intimidation check, or do you um, want to do a persuasion check? I'm going to intimidate. 15 because he just took a fresh dose of drugs he's a little bit trippy right now nice. so you're more intimidating than you would perhaps normally be so you can see the professional facade drops a bit you can see that he's clearly in over his head he doesn't really know what's going on he doesn't know why the warden's giving these orders but he says look i i, I wish i could help you gary
2: Program, you need sleep you need to put away your drops and actually drop into I the love great my drops. i know you do but I i'll tell you what drops. what let me finished, Torgrim. You know it loves you more. Your life. Your life loves you, Togram. And your life requires sleep in order to live. So you need to drop into the bigger pool of unconsciousness and dreams and go do that.
1: Togram, take a break. He reaches out and puts a hand on your wing. And <laughs> says, Ow. <laughs> just kind of guide him to my shoulder. <laughs> just like, okay. You know, I never thought a head of security at a prison and a prisoner could be friends. We're friends, right? But of course, that's really nice, Gary. I think I might just... and then he falls over asleep on one of the mats.
2: I spin on my heel and turn towards Stitch and the three fresh guards. Yep,
1: tell me where is Nada? One of them confers with the other one says, I think she was showing some new prisoners around.
2: We will go find her because we need to take this to the
1: warden's attention directly. Lead the way. Let's find her. Quinny, you feel very happy that you didn't end up in the pit because yep. that was going to suck. Yeah. Gary, I'm going to give you one point of inspiration for managing to change Torgrim's mind and get him some much-needed rest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. well, looks out for, you know, his prison <laughs> friends. And one of the cues takes you down into the general pop, and you find Nada just arriving to take Alan and Butthole out into where people stitch together uniforms for the benefactors of the jail. Alan's on the ground for some reason, Butthole, you're standing over her, and Nada's just stepping up to be like, Hey, we gotta go. Hey, what's going on? Oh, uh, she... She's got narcolepsy, so she just randomly <laughs> falls asleep. Oh, you know what? There's this guard who should really get more sleep, but someone... Wait, Gary! Hey! hey. You talking about Togram. He found some sleep! Oh! Gary, did you have something to do with that? Oh, you know me. Of course. We all love Gary here.
2: But I genuinely smiles, his bird smile, at Nada. She flushes a little bit. You know, she's, oh, she's cool. a very
1: handsome bird man. Uh, so anyway, she... Uh, I look down to Alan and go, a bird person. <laughs> 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 Congratulations. The party is back together. Dun, 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 I gotta go, guys. (laughs) I use the bucket and then come back. It's the same room. My planet needs me. <laughs> Gary, uh, you outrank Nada in this yes. situation, so you can pretty much take these guys where you want to go. You're still waiting to hear back about actually speaking to the warden, but it does seem like he wanted Stitch stitched carry to the pit, so you might have to work your magic. Where do you guys want to retire to for now?
2: Basically, he wants to talk to Nada to collude with her in terms of getting him up to the warden, so I think they'd be like, okay, have the cues on guard and then kind of pull Nada aside. You put through them in the cell and you gesture to Nada, over to a corner i do classic prison thing is the
4: biggest guy in the room because i'm like 64 oh, four like wow. 240 so i just go and stand in that open cell door area and cross my arms and just look down at the quinnies
1: standing <laughs> in the hallway i don't know the quinnies they're just masked weirdos to me but i'm just gonna block their view while listening over my shoulder great so alan Quinny, and butthole you have a couple seconds to confer is there anything you want to say or do before i switch over to gary and nada in a hushed tone, I definitely
5: want to say well, all of the halfling guards, the ones dressed like ninjas, they're me. They're me before this, before my new body. I don't understand like, it. Do you have siblings? No, no, they look exactly like me. Okay, so you don't have a twin. No, I don't have a twin. Okay. I don't have, and like, I briefly do the math of, like, how many of these faces have I seen? I don't have five twins.
3: Are they you or do they just look like you? Like, they, do they, are they you?
4: It's like looking in a mirror. Okay. That's weird. That's weird. Okay, so this, and I hold up my hand and I have the black stain on it now. Butthole, we have toilet paper in these prisons. <laughs> no, no, no. I Her hand touched me. We tried, found out. I just
3: raised how my much, hand. How much,
4: how much does he know? Question mark?
3: I told Butthole about the voice. The voice? Yeah. Okay. Does the name Xanthus mean anything to you? I don't know, Tom. Does it? He wrote, a wrote me a insight check.
5: Not likely so far from how this die roll goes. Yeah, so that's a nine. Doesn't Nine, I say. Okay, so
4: it's Xanthus, and when we asked another question, Alan just fell down. So
3: it kind of exploded in my brain.
4: Were you being punished?
3: No, I like it was more like I was aware of the explosion. I don't know. I think something what, might have happened on Xanthus's end.
4: I think what we're learning is you might have been a little cash about the follow up <laughs> questions with Xanthus. I think you gotta start asking more questions. What is this black thing that you keep pressing on people? Why is your one eye different? What is he doing to you that's making you into a spooky, black, half face thing?
3: I kind of get the feeling that the red eye is his.
4: Okay. <laughs> have you asked if that's true? No. What I would just say is friends are important. It sounds like you might have a friend. A lot of scary things can be friends. A lot of scary things can also be terrifyingly evil.
1: Alan, what's your AC?
3: 11. Cool. Because I couldn't cast mage armor today.
4: <laughs>
1: Um, you suddenly feel a uh, piercing pain across your darkened arm, and oh, suddenly God. a streak of red starts to seep through the sleeve.
3: What the? What the Are shit? Are you bleeding? Yeah. So you roll I, up I your sleeve, so. and you
1: can see there's like a score mark across your arm.
3: Guys, I don't know what's happening.
1: Cut two, Gary and Nada. I think the two of you have gone to the equivalent of the prisoner water cooler, right? So it's a water cooler. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got with <laughs> no bars <laughs> on it. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: is it a dwarf that is like the spelling water? Yeah, it's, it's a dwarven skull. Great. <laughs> right. um,
1: so she goes. Up and she like pulls the cork out of one of the eye sockets and fills her glass. She's like, so. How's your day going? Good. I mean, so those guys in that cell, they want to bust out of here. Also, I feel
2: as if it is time for me and perhaps you as well. To leave. What are your feelings? Gary, you've got a pretty good life here. I mean, you're on the lollipop guild. I can only dream of such an honor. Dream bigger, (laughs) Nada. Dream much bigger. As in, yes, it's true. I have a job here that affords me certain uh, luxuries. But freedom to be outside.
1: I do miss outside. Yes, that tracks. That makes (laughs) sense. What about your friends? She makes like the sign of the unseen hand. She's like, are they going to help us or what? They will help, but be unseen
2: As is their way and their name. And handy. And handy, yes. (laughs) Okay. Hey. me to it once again. <laughs> Nada, I trust and respect you. And during this time in prison, I uh, feel well, I feel like I've grown very close to you.
1: Yes, I've always looked up to you and your martial combat abilities, particularly as a one-winged monk. You
2: know, I took the wing and then I revealed that I was a monk like a train and I should have spoken up sooner. Mm. Anyhow, regrets.
1: No, I guess that's what you get for having skills. Not a, do you not have skills? Is this what you're Because <laughs> that's... Do you? Not re- I, well, I can do this thing, and she does that perfect water drop noise with her mouth. Ta-da! Mm-hmm. She, like, flicks her cheek and... <laughs> Which apparently... Yep. So, so you can't, can't actually can't do. do. No, I 100% can't. That's why it's so impressive to him.
2: I know. We'll edit it in later. It's, wow. No, that, we won't. <laughs> no, I know we won't. That kind of <laughs> boink? Like yeah, that kind that of that idea? One, yeah. That yeah. I just did pretty well, but <laughs> you do much better. Well,
1: um... <laughs> I was always told I did it well, but yours was very good. not considering that.
2: you don't have lips. Uh, is very true. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> Nada. <laughs> I would like to enlist your aid so you would get my trust... But we are going to use the monster that is in that cell. Stitch, I have called him. And he is also an old friend of mine. Oh? There's no time nor the space to talk about this right now. I understand. I feel like he can be very useful
1: in getting us out of here. So what what can I do to help?
2: The warden, what is your current relationship with him and
1: his personal guard or what have you? Well, I I have been applying to get a position on the Lollipop Guild as the resident water drop noise person. Yes, I've seen your resume many times.
2: I'm sorry we keep sending it back. It's just we're looking for martial skills.
1: But I understand. i got to earn it. i got to earn it. But it does mean I have been going up to the office quite a bit. So I could go up with another resume if that would be helpful. I have so many.
2: I think your resume is a problem. I don't (laughs) think your resume will help us here. But the fact that you have access and perhaps you can carry the weight of a story... Perhaps you can bring us up there. These other newcomers—are they people of interest at all? I mean, one of them is very, very tall, so that's something. Since they're new here, perhaps extra muscle wouldn't be bad. And these uh, new cues are uh, sworn to protect the warden and the
1: prison. They wouldn't answer to me. The other one—I've seen her fall over. She seems to be talking to herself. Best to leave her behind. Let's leave her behind. Yeah, great. That okay. sounds good. Possible. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, she finishes her water, places the cup in the garbage next to the skull. I pour a cup of water and I dip my beak into
2: it and just kind of. <laughs> Myself with water droplets and just kind of shake.
1: Uh, I'm gonna give you two temporary HP. (laughs) Just feel so glistening. I look, yeah, I look better. Thank you. So the two of you make your way back to the cell.
4: I'm still standing in the doorway, but leaning over my shoulder being like, we really got to sort this out (laughs) to Alan. And then
1: Gary and Nada
2: appear. Move, prisoner. Who are you? I mean, you look glistening. Thank you. I just had a bath. Shum jelly. As you should be. And perhaps if you do as you're told, you will also get a bath someday. See, I got this problem with authority, but I don't really know how important. But I'll let him in. Oh, okay. Come on in. What's what's your name? My name is Gary, and I'm a friend of Quinny here. Yes, I know his identity. Me too. It only took a lot of convincing. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's fair. You can't blame me in this scenario. What are your names and your relationship to each other? I'm Butthole Farch, cleric mm. of Moonhammer. That, so that name, that's a joke. Well, I mean, it's pretty funny
4: because it's great.
2: It is a funny joke. Okay, Butthole, fun joke. Great.
4: Yeah, so I, I, I work for the goddess Moonhammer, goddess of strength, joy and flatulence. Never, never heard of her. So many people haven't, and if I figure out whether or not you're evil, maybe I'll tell you about her. <laughs> And uh, right over here is Alan.
2: Hello. Hi, you're on the ground. You okay?
3: Yeah. I've just ripped off a strip of my prison uniform. and am just like wrapping it around my arm to staunch the bleeding.
1: What's happened here? <laughs> oh, she fell.
2: And bled from <laughs> her arm? What's okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, inside most humans is blood. <laughs> really? Yeah, if you open the bag, it comes out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Font of knowledge. Quinny shares a look with Gary. Yeah,
5: like, this is the guy. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that did. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, we have an exciting opportunity for both of you. So if you could please follow me and we'll send someone in to look at that wound.
4: Hold on. This is kind of a group thing. Yeah. Sort of like if you want to book two of us, then you got to bring her like it's a three or nothing kind of scenario. Trust me, she is worth this concession. If you ever think there's going to be a tripping hazard on the way, clearly we found the person to find it. And you do not know the lawsuits that can come from a prisoner falling down, all of a sudden there's an injury, their family's getting involved. You don't want to deal I mean, you've got institutional inertia, but I think we really just gotta get this place sharpened up. Hey, do you see how many stories there are? There aren't even railings on the stairs, they're not a uniform death. I, I, I mean, I've lived here most of my life, so yes. Yeah, yes I know. I hope that the guys who work on this place are unionized.
2: They are of a sort. Very well. Then what is your relationship to each other? You, these We're are your, family. You're family. We're a family.
5: In, as in the colloquial, you know, you've been through rough times. Yeah. Not like, I, like, nod to Gary with, like, that kind of pained look
2: of, like, yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Like Gary looks at you and feels really sorry for you now. <laughs> just the, from his side of the story. Been in, like, in jail what? for the whole time. You're like, you got it worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, at least I built somewhat of a life. But, oh, my God. Well... With the uh, help of Nada here, I uh, think this is your very lucky day because I've also chosen that today, being reunited with my old Selme Quinny here, we will escape the coffin. Looking forward to it. Okay,
4: my only request if we're going to do this, there's a paladin. He got stabbed in the neck by the ninjas. His name's Paladin von Strauss. I consider him a friend, and I think we got to bring him with us because he's a good dude. Also, he's so fucking strong, he'd be very useful in an escape.
2: Unfortunately, quickness and being as small a party as possible is to our advantage, and this von Strauss, he is the man who got stabbed by the uh, warden and his men? Yes. High-profile target like that, I think that would only endanger our mission. I agree. Okay, then So Settle. let's do it. <laughs> Wait, what? That was a great reason to do
4: it. We got to endanger ourselves. It's going to be dangerous. Do you know who's the best at being in danger? Paladin
1: von Strauss.
2: Can I ask for, like a persuasion roll? I'm
1: just yes, very. One hundred
4: percent. So um, I
2: think we're going
1: to have a contest of wills. Ryan, can you roll me a persuasion check? And Julian, can you roll me a wisdom save? A wisdom <laughs> save. Sure. Because yes. this is terrible plan. Yeah, I
2: think so too. Okay,
1: let's let's find out. Seventeen.
4: And I
2: got twenty three. Holy! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gary, do you think you've tried to break out of this prison before? I think Gary's a cautious individual. So I think he's entertained it and probably a couple times gotten close to getting the process going. But then something goes wrong and then Mm -hmm. he just kind of backs out of it. I think that's the only way he's lived so long here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So you've helped plan but not followed through kind of thing? Yeah. Or you've known the groups who did it? It's kind of like the Great Escape. There's like many failed attempts before that. But Gary's been very good about covering his tracks and that kind of
1: thing. So I think what happens here, Gary, is the other teams you've done this with have failed. Or you've started the ball rolling... They started digging a tunnel and they got caught. Like, there's been a lot of weird false starts. This is one of the first times where the pieces actually seem to be lining up. This guy seems big having... (laughs) Particularly with Quinny and with Quinny looking so weird, this is probably the best opportunity you have to go talk to the Warden with other people.
2: Yeah, and I think Gary isn't charismatic by himself. Like, he might be perceptive, but he's not imposing.
1: Right. So, even though you know this is a terrible idea, I think the fear of not having these other people on side might be what finally sways you.
4: Yeah, you can tell, just with the way that Butthole is talking. Though he seems very jokey, he takes everything he's saying super seriously, and if you did not agree to get Paladin von Strauss out, Butthole would then go and clearly enact his own escape plan. <laughs> oh, no. Which would be thoroughly
2: problematic for everyone because, <laughs> so, you know, they try to get out and then security crushes down. So I think the combination of those factors
1: okay. uh, eventually sways you. Yeah,
2: so it's kind of like a long pause, I think, where Gary's doing that calculation kind of looks you over and says... For the record, I think this is a bad idea. However, Torgram, the uh, head of security, is now taking some much needed rest, and that may make breaking into wherever they're keeping Van Strauss easier. Very well, then we head to Van Strauss first. Can I take this
5: opportunity to roll some hit dice and recover some health? Yes. Yes? Okay, great. I'm just going to tear more shreds of (laughs) Alan's prison uniform off. Just the ankle of the the pan is getting higher and higher as I like. I mean, it's ruined now. I rolled a one. So one
4: health point higher. Hooray! Yes. Admittedly, her rags were covered in her own blood. Yeah. So
1: cross-contamination, you're only going to get so much health Question
3: out of it. Question my blood?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think what we're going to do is, collectively, we're going to figure out what the phases of the plan are. And oh. part of that is going to be using your collective knowledge about the old prison, the new prison, and what you know of the Warden, Gary, to put together a plan of action. Great. It. Butthole, can you roll me, please, a history check or I'll let you do insight actually yeah
4: insight because i don't remember anything but it's always what is my mm. a beautiful mind put together that would Oof. be a, a nat one but i'm going to use my inspiration because oh, this is such call. an important moment yeah. i hunker down and then i almost start thinking about what kind of sandwich i would like and i'm so tempted but i'm like
1: no sandwiches are for free men uh <laughs> that's prison 26 total. You've got an image at the edge of your mind, and you push the sandwich away, and you start remembering the idle minutes when you got bored of trying to read all your legal briefs of turning over the carved cube that Squidgy gave you back in the day, mm-hmm. and you start to piece together those ideas that have been integrated into the prison, and you start to come to an understanding of not the whole Emerald City part of it, but bits and pieces. That's your chunk of brain working on it, so that's one big success. right? Gary, you're familiar with the current prison and the old prison. Quinny, you're only familiar with the old Gary, based on what you've seen so far, you don't know where the cues come from, and Mm -hmm. you don't know where Von Strauss would have gone. Okay. However, if you can roll me, please, a perception check. 21. Because you spent enough time in the new wing of the prison, you would know if he was here. So he's likely being held in the old part of the prison because you've observed enough to know that unless it was just a closet they were dragging him to, that there must Mm -hmm. be something else that you haven't found. Quinny, can you please roll me, and I'll let you roll an assist on this one, Julian. Okay. So if you both roll me a d20, Quinny, you can do investigation. Oh, I'm taking investigation. I'll let you do insight if you want, Julian. It's so basically what's happening is... I just rolled
2: 19s, apparently. Uh, so 26.
1: 26, and what did you get? Uh, and 17. So between the two of you hashing out old times, you're able to isolate the two major spots that you think someone could be held in the old prison. You can tell that a lot of the prison is gone. Where the old cell block would have been, for example, has been demolished to make room for the yard. But you know that there was sort of an old gymnasium. There's also an old medical wing. So either of those would be a good open space to do nefarious things. And by talking through how this geography, based on what Butthole's telling you as well, syncs up with the old geography, you're guessing that it's in the west end of the building. There's likely a passageway that would take you down and through. Okay, cool. Alan, can you please roll me an Arcana check?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Eighteen. Eighteen. So while they're plotting, where's Alan at with all this? A bunch of weird shit's just happened to you.
3: Yeah, I'm a bit concerned because I feel like Xanthus and I were finally having a conversation and maybe getting somewhere and he suddenly disappeared. So I'm trying to focus and see if I can find him again.
1: When you close your eyes and focus, you can see scattered images. There seem to be rays of light. There seem to be explosions. It's weird. It's almost like your chest is fluttering out Mm -hmm. of breath. You're not getting clear images. It's almost phasing in and out.
3: Does anything seem familiar?
1: No. In fact, everything looks incredibly strange. Okay. Almost uncomfortably so. You just found like the Silent Hill world. (laughs) (laughs) It's the upside down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So Alan, I'm going to start an investigation chart for you. Similar to the planning charts, you'll have to make a certain amount of successes over a certain amount of failures to be able to track down Xanthus inside your own mind. Okay. So that will count as one big success. Zah.
3: All righty.
1: We look over at you like sweating and shaking and I'm going, I feel like it's going well. Is
4: she working on the plan or what's she doing? Okay, just sort of her story to tell, but she's sort of busy and I feel like we're all sharing. So she's <laughs> she's dealing with an internal voice thing, which sounds like this is probably a crazy, but it's helping her with the thing. My collar is not working and I point to where the green light's flickering. And I'm a cleric, so if this is going to let us use some magic stuff, that seems to be guy in head. I don't trust the head voice. But if it's useful to get us out, we can deal with that later. She's you know, priorities.
2: A magic user? Oh big yeah, time. big time. Then let that voice speak. That's wonderful news. I, have you ever heard of
1: Xanthus? Can you roll me a history check, please. Four. You have not heard of Xanthus. Bless you. <laughs> wonderful. Let's move on. <laughs> Nada is going to go in search of your gear. Great. So the way that's going to work, I'll do some rolls for her, but you can tell she's a little twitchy about it. This all seems way out of her league. So Gary, you're going to need to inspire her. Yeah, I'd
4: love to. Can I assist at all with this?
1: I would like to test my collar. I want to pray
4: and see if I can guide Gary. Okay. Because that's like, it's a lowest level. That's a cantrip. That's my
1: weakest kind of spell. Can you roll me a wisdom six? Ten. Gary, you're sort of warming up to do your speech. Quinny, she doesn't really know you. She didn't see the fighting. So how did you want to assist? I'd like to impart some basic tips of thievery. Okay. Gary, how do you want to try and convince her?
2: I want to use my monastic tradition of stillness of mind and make eye contact and just calm her physically, like kind of, you know, going for the breaths and that kind of thing under the guise of, yeah, I'm investing in you. You can do this, that kind of thing. Okay.
1: So I think what that ends up looking like is you've got your hand on her shoulder. You're talking her through these things. You're calming her. Quinny, you're chiming in. You're giving the coaching Mm -hmm. while Gary keeps her in the mindset of you're capable of doing this and here's what you're capable of doing. Butthole, you try and pray and it's like getting really bad reception. The shock collar goes off and it is going to deal you five points of damage. However, I will let you use guidance. So in the background,
4: somehow it's helping uh, (laughs) with what's going on you're doing the breathing exercises and me in the background swearing as I'm getting tased. are like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. But it's hitting the moments of like low breath so it's helping her breathe more deeply as yeah. it comes in. So that's how I'm getting just
2: swearing as I get tased randomly. <laughs> in for the nose, fuck. <laughs> out for the mouth.
4: <laughs> Shit.
2: High points, low points. <laughs> in through the nose,
4: tap.
5: <laughs> <laughs> out for the so, mouth. So
2: it's Tourette's dad from
5: yeah, YouTube guys, now?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and Julian, can you please then roll me a... What's... He'll... I guess it would be wisdom related. Yeah, okay. So if you can roll me wisdom, guidance gives you what? A D4, yeah. Yeah, roll a D20. I'll give you advantage because you're being helped by Quinny. Nice. Well, that was almost a 20. 18. Plus four for me.
2: 24.
1: She does that nervous rookie in a war movie thing, but. She looks around at the newfound family and the sweaty lady, (laughs) and she decides that this is her chance. So she decides to be brave, and she sort of slinks off into the prison.
2: As she goes, I look over to Quinny and just kind of smile and say, she is expendable. Oh, good. In the back, I get one more shock and just go, asshole!
1: (laughs) Alan, can you roll me an investigation check, please?
3: Yes. 22.
1: What you're determining is that you're getting enough physical sensations that you don't think this is just in your mind. Mm -hmm. There seems to be enough physical sensation happening and occurring that you get the sense that maybe there's some kind of link, Mm -hmm. but whatever's happening to him right now is happening happening somewhere.
3: Okay. If I can't reach him in the usual way, I'd like to do what I've done before and try to bring him into my mindscape.
1: Do you want to do that in this jail cell? I do. Shit
2: i get a feeling we're interrupting an escape with just like, summon the demon. Okay, <laughs> is mean, the vibe
1: I'm getting.
3: I am worried that I'm just going to keep getting cut and distracted, and I'm not going to be very
1: helpful in this escape. Alan, you're going to attempt to bring Xanthus into your mind palace.
3: Yep, nothing could go wrong.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> can you please roll me an arcana check? Yes. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
3: From the team behind the award-winning Best Fiction Horror Podcast, Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of True Blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft Country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything but natural. Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave? Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama coming this Halloween thanks to our Indiegogo supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's, it's okay. Okay.